kid. I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful force controlling everything. There's no mystical energy field controls my destiny. It's all a lot of simple tricks and faking Star Wars radio. That's right, everyone. It's another fantastic, amazing resplendent episode of faking star wars radio the official podcast of fakingstarwars.net congratulations for tuning in boy are you in for a treat we have the real news rundown today with darth eckham listener mail and get excited for the return of none other than ig69 that's right he's back from scouring the galaxy for pathetic life forms to put out of their misery and instead, he's returned here to us in the studio. Also, today we start an eight-part amazing time travel adventure where our hosts will review the Skywalker Saga films from the perspective of total noobs. How fresh! My name is Storm Duper, and joining me today is Teeb and IG69. How are you, Teeb? I am resplendent. I'm effervescent. I'm glowing. I am so excited about this episode. It's going to be great. We're so glad to have you. How do you feel about IG being back in the studio with us? I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's kind of my sentiment. IG, how do you feel? Um, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I see you've learned a lot. I'll feel your, better uh... when Skype stops dropping me every 30 seconds. Your uh, your hiatus has definitely improved your technical skills. I see, Ig. That's encouraging that you've used your time wisely. I've never had this particular issue before. Your medical lines are all out of whack, man. You gotta get that. You gotta get that taken care of. There's there's like a doctor you can see for that. Does a yeah. droid okay. even so, have midichlorians? Like what what would a droid even have to work with there in that department? Nanobots, obviously, or nanodroids. Maybe that's what causes C-3PO's red eyes in uh, the Rise of Skywalker trailer we've seen recently. Well, let's take it over to uh, Mike Mann. That's Darth Eckham for Channel Star Wars, uh, bringing us the real news rundown for the week. <laughs> Greetings to all of our friends on OSIS. This is your Star Wars Daily Weekend Edition, brought to you by Mhar Canyon Tours, The Great Akko Books and Games, and ChannelStarWars.com, Star Wars news for Star Wars fans by Star Wars fans. More excited than a do-back in a rainstorm, I'm your host, Mike Mann. Hey, it's me. To kick things off, Star Wars Legion, a galactic battle game in which figures are sized at 35 millimeters. Yeah, that's a tiny war. Have released a limited edition Obi-Wan Kenobi Commander Resin Sculpt. This unpainted little fella features General Kenobi in a battle pose from Revenge of the Sith. This limited edition figure will be available in October exclusively at Essen Spiel Convention in Germany. Meaning, if you'd like to add him to your collection here in the States, it will most likely be available on eBay shortly thereafter. To give you an idea of a rough price range, the Darth Vader exclusive from Star Wars Celebration Chicago 2019 ran on eBay for 200 credits. Make sure you add this sculpt to your Christmas list. All right, on. Next, we bring you the magnificent news from iCollector.com, an online auction site that they are currently taking bids on an actual Darth Vader helmet worn by David Prowse during the production of Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Their description of the Dark Lord's helmet states how it is a near-perfect condition, pointing out blemishes from filming and even the interior makeup. iCollector even states that there is a white number one painted inside telling us 
that this was one of the many helmets used for Episode 5. The auction house is expecting that the helmet will go for roughly a half a million U.S. whoopee whoopee. So make sure you place your minimum absentee bid of 250000 U.S. before September 26th. But it may be too late for you, though, because my friend Jason and I plan on selling both of our homes with our wives' permission and going in together on it. So good luck. And lastly, our friends at LEGO have added another amazing piece to their Star Wars Ultimate Collector series with the new Imperial Star Destroyer. The Emperor would be proud of this breathtaking flagship, which comes with a total of 4,784 pieces. That's 1,500 more bricks than the 2002 version of this ship. At 43 inches long, holy moly. This Star Destroyer includes swiveling cannons and an adjustable radar dish, two Imperial minifigs, and even a scaled version of the Tantive 4 is added for detail. Also included are an informational plaque and display stand. This mile-long Imperial cruiser will be available at lego.com starting October 1st for 700 whoopee whoopee. Oh my gosh, I love this song! Everything is turn signal that's all the time we have this week make sure you check us out on all your social media platforms for channel starwars.com i'm mike man reminding you laugh it up fuzzball and now back to the guys over at faking star wars radio all right sort of a marketing uh Episode there from, from Mike Mann, Darth Eckham, with a real news rundown. A lot of a lot of product tie-ins to talk about. Do we? Do you guys do play board games? I know we've talked about it a little bit. Um, Essen, you, you're our fans may not know. Essen is sort of the uh, European equivalent of like Gen Con, which takes place in Indianapolis uh, every year. Massive board game nerd conference. Tons of people come and play games for three days straight. They get strokes. They eat pizza. It's a it's an amazing event, but this little thirty five millimeter thirty five millimeter Obi Wan resin. Uh, will either of you be searching eBay for this? Okay, I'm not a big fan of uh, very 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 small little 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 people. I like the ships that are small, but I, whoa, like, dude, I have a bunch whoa, of whoa whoa racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I like the. What ships, do you have against like... little people? God, ah, uh, nothing. People like how far? How small is thirty-five millimeters? Like, what is that? That's give me a scale. Like, what? What's like that? Three and a half centimeters. Yeah. Don't so talk we're talking an inch and a half, what, maybe. Like, how big is it compared to a penny? <laughs> um, that's well, okay, that's that. like it's like it's over an inch. Yeah. Okay, that's not terrible then. I think an inch is about two and a half centimeters, so it's like an inch and a bit. Yep. Okay. So in your travels, IG, <laughs> did you come across anything that, you know, in the Star Wars realm that would have impressed you as much as a Darth Vader white numbered one helmet from Empire Strikes Back? I mean, that's a tasty I don't think little tidbit. anything would impress me as much as that. That's that's pretty awesome. You could you could definitely find out if David Prowse had dandruff. I'm sure it's still preserved in the helmet. I, I might so sell that's... both of you guys into slavery and, and get a down payment on that. We should just assume Jeez. we should just assume that David Prowse had dandruff and send him a complimentary bottle a bottle of uh, Galaxy Shine. Galaxy Shine. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
That's that, I mean that's pretty that's pretty awesome. I wonder how many helmets are actually out there. Hmm. I like the uh, artistic helmets that they've done. The designs where they had the different um, the different uh, deco styles all over them, and they did like a whole uh, art exhibit uh, back in the '90s. I think it was the late '90s. Uh, that's cool to me. But actually owning that prop, I think I would have to hire 24/7 security. And Absolutely. I would have to have like I'd probably have to hire IG sixty nine. I can't really afford him. He's out of my price range. I mean, I need assassin droids. I need, uh, you know, just tons of security because I would never be able to sleep at all knowing, knowing that, that was that in my house. I'd, I'd, I'd be you, you'd be wearing oh, the helmet, so it would be fine. <sighs> yeah, but like all the time, even in the shower. Stormtrooper does it. That's how I've made my entire existence. You know, it, it, you get used to it after a while. The chafing goes away, and it becomes just like a, a little bit of a comfort thing. Your head must just look like a giant prune. I don't even like. Don't ever take that helmet off. So, uh, so the David Prowse angle is interesting. Uh, I mean, I hadn't expected this bit of merchandise to come out of the woodwork. Who knows what else is lurking in the shadows? I mean, are they going to like auction up a bag of? Uh, you know um, Kenny Baker's toenails, like the from like the bottom of the R two D two. Like, hey, we scraped the bottom of the R two D two from A New Hope, and here's what we found. We cloned it, and this is the new monster. I think I know what I want now. I want Greedo's high heels. That's what I want. Oh, nice, nice. nice. I, I want uh, I want Emperor Palpatine's robe. Mm. Ooh, not Snoke's. I thought you'd be more pimping. I thought you'd be way more pimping. No way, man. I want I want that OG robe, and it'd just like be the most comfortable thing to wear around the house. Cool. Well, maybe maybe next week mm-hmm. we'll get some good news. The Imperial Star Destroyer, uh, you know, Lego four seventy four thousand seven hundred eighty four pieces, not to be outdone. I mean, they, I think uh, to date their other one that was the biggest was like the Millennium Falcon. Now this is interesting because uh, you may not know this, but Storm Duper's father in law. Uh, recently got a job at a Lego store specifically for the discount. And so it is entirely uh-huh. likely that in the next, whenever this is released, that it will be purchased. And he always buys two, one that he puts together and one that he holds kind of as like a collectible. It's not really my style, mm. but it's very possible that I'm going to be uh, in, involved in putting together this gigantic Imperial Star Destroyer. So you may have to shoot me before that to uh, avoid that uh, calamitous affair. <laughs> well, I heard through the, uh, the team line that it's actually a giant Jar Jar Binks that you're going to be putting together. So Life-size sculpture. Enjoy that. Get out. Yeah, life-size so this is the big spoiler that it's actually not going to be a Star Destroyer, but it's going to be uh, Jar Jar's Jar. As Binks. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's going to be like a Transformer. So like it's got Star Destroyer mode and then it yes. you know, changes into <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh, my God. For $700, oi, oi. it should is, turn into this? like a new prequel like trilogy that we can watch. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't think I've like ever to, you know, purchased like to any toy for seven hundred dollars. Have you, uh, Teeb? Have you ever spent seven hundred bucks on a toy? On a toy? Define yeah. toy. <laughs> is uh, is an assault rifle a toy? I mean, you're not supposed to use it like that, but uh, that's about the most I've ever spent <laughs> on a toy. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. How about you, IG? Yeah, because that's a lot of money, man. Seven hundred well, I mean, bucks on a toy. Think about plastic 700, 
700, maybe not, but close. Pretty close. You have. Well, like, good, yeah, when you think about like uh, console, video game consoles and uh, other mm-hmm. entertainment no, products. Yeah. I mean, I... I you talking I'd... about just straight toy. What's the most you've ever spent on a toy? That's a good question. That's a good, that's a good question maybe for our fans, too. Ask them. What's yes. the what's the most they've ever spent on on a Star Wars toy? So would you buy the uh, Imperial Star Destroyer Lego set for seven hundred plus? Um, get at us at Twitter at Storm Duper um, or at Faking Star Wars and let us know if you think it's worth the money. So I will be going to Galaxy's Edge and buying a toy lightsaber. So what but color? It's not a toy. <laughs> it's like three hundred dollars. That's the most I've ever will have ever spent on any Star Wars uh, paraphernalia. What color do you think you go with, Teeb? I don't know if they have black. If they have a black blade, that's what I'd like to get. Uh, the dark saber. Yeah, that would be cool. I, black is my favorite color, so I've always said that. So I would love to. I don't know how that would look though, like aesthetically hanging on my wall. Hmm. But what, what are they making the blades from? Uh, uh, Kyber crystals. Kyber no, crystals. no. I mean, what? What are the? <laughs> what are the, like, I don't know. Yeah, is it be... like a? Plastic be, or glass? It, or? It, it's going to be like the kind that you could like beat a a, a burglar with. It's it's like really uh, uh, what do you call it? High density, uh, maybe plastic, poly something. But it's 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 going to be like worth the money that you're going to spend at it. It's I definitely so, going to incur like one a lot of, those, of uh, like, bills at the dock. extendable lightsaber toys you get for kids. Oh, that break God, in no. two seconds. It's three hundred dollars, man. <laughs> I got one of those right behind me. If you want, I got my kids right now. He, he's got the Kylo Ren one. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. That was like thirty bucks, which is pretty decent, actually, at Disney World. Previously on Faking Star Wars Radio, T, did you remember to feed our Russian trolls, man? Of course. And what about the fake meter? I, uh, uh, IG actually took care of that. You hand-fed a few uh, Star Wars fake leaks and rumors into the fake-a-meter, right, IG? Uh, yeah, you could say that, I guess. What do you mean? Well, when you say a few, like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what's the limit? <laughs> well, that, uh, the, the, the fake-a-meter, it, it doesn't sound right. You can't all. stuff more than five fakes into the fake-a-meter, IG. How many did you feed it? Well, how many videos has Mike Zero made? I printed out a transcript of every one of his theory videos and let the fake-a-meter do its thing. Uh, guys, uh, it's, it's, no. it's getting worse. Uh, where, where's the instruction manual? He can come with one! I think he's gonna blow! Portrait of a man from another time, a fake Star Wars news journalist and his two colleagues sent into a past at once foreign yet familiar, the year 1977. 
in perhaps the darkest timeline for Storm Duper, IG-69, and Teeb, because while they may have leapt through time, their Star Wars memories have remained in 2019. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, they are Star Wars virgins once more, in a story straight from the Twilight Zone. Oh, where are we? I don't know. My phone doesn't work. I can tell you that for uh, sure. I'm pretty sure, guys, we're in some kind of, like, trash compactor or dumpster or something. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Make some space, man. It's way too tight in here. Hey, what's that newspaper say? Whoa! Uh, it's May 24th, 1977, according to this rag. Uh, you think that trash banana is safe to eat? Go for it. Uh, guys, if my calculations are correct... Tomorrow is actually today, if this newspaper is only a day old. Well, this banana's definitely more than one day old. I uh, think I'm going to pass. Do we got anything else? Yeah, you eat your, your banana. I, I could go for some barbecue, actually. Now you're talking. That sounds amazing. Hey, it looks like there's an ad for a good place here in this uh, newspaper. Hey, what are you doing with my pillow, Sonny? That's my, that's my pillow. I've been saving that since 1974. You have no right to take that from me. It it uh, says 77. Guys, this is insane. Who is this dude? Hey, now, what, why do you want my blanket? What are you doing, Sonny? Uh, we're just looking for a good place to get some food, Mr. Uh, Mr. What's your name, dude? Oh, my, my name is Herbert. Uh, hey, did you say food? I know a great place we can all go. They have wonderful vouchers, and, and it doesn't cost anything. All you have to do is stand in line. It's over there by that, that uh, man's Chinese theater restaurant down there in Hollywood. It's a short walk if you guys want to help me out. These old bones, I can't climb out of here like I used to. Uh, Chinese food? I guess I could go for some Chinese. Whatever, just don't, I'm hungry. Just don't push my butt when you're trying to help me out of the dumpster, do you promise? No. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no promises. All right, guys, it's just down over here. Hey, guys, do, do we trust this old man? We don't even know who he is. He told me. He said his name is Herbert. And if you can't trust a homeless man in a dumpster, who can you trust, Storm Duper? This is insane. Yeah. Dude, he's going to give us free food. Shut up. All right, guys. All we have to do is stand in this line. and They're giving out tickets to go inside this Chinese restaurant, and, and we can have a wonderful meal. Um, You know, it's been a long time since I've eaten, but I'm feeling a little lightheaded. I may go ahead and wait in the corner in the shade if you guys want to stand in line and cool my spot for me. Uh... Yeah, go ahead, man. Us. Yeah, dude. Yeah, sounds look, good. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're good with we, that. We're okay. We're really okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, guys, let's let's ditch this guy. Like, I know he's old, but come on. Like, he's crazy. He's not crazy. He's just, you know, he's he's kind of like a lovable old, old. He's like a hermit. He's like uh, Oscar the Grouch, actually. Hey, he lives I, in a dumpster. Are you looking at this line, guys? I This line does not look like a normal line for a restaurant. Uh, he's really good Chinese food. I mean, this is like a Chinese theater. It's actually a theater. It's not a restaurant. Well, they should have food inside anyway. So we can. Hey, let's watch All a right. movie and eat. That sounds oh, great. Dinner and a movie. Dinner totally. and theater. Sounds That's awesome. Great idea. All right. Well, here we go. Wow, man. That food sucked. 
but that what a great movie. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, yeah, I was not expecting that at all. I, I don't know what to, I, I don't know what I was walking into, but I mean, at first when I saw we had to read it, I was not happy. But then I was like, what is this? Yeah, like this is just such an amazing premise, like a space western opera. Wow. Yeah, it subverted all my expectations. I mean, I am so excited right now, guys. I am like totally buzzing, and I did not take anything before we went in. Let's like. I mean, I know we're here. We don't know exactly how we're going to get back, but let's just go somewhere and talk about this film. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's really important that we record what we're thinking and, and you know, maybe six people in the future will want to listen to this. I think you're absolutely right. I feel like it's our, our, our destiny yeah. to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like I feel whole again. You know what? I think six is optimistic, but... Why don't we cool. go back to my mom's house? She lives near here. That's a great idea. Your mom's in this? T- she lives here? Yeah, it's 1977, man. We're like, we're immortal droids. Oh. So, like, like what's your mom made out of? Um, like, is she, like, is she hot? Well, n- not since the um, the molten metal was cooled, but, um, you know, uh, she's all right. Oh, okay. It's my oh, mom, okay. man. What do, you, what do you want? What do you want from me? Why would you even ask that? Well, you know, I mean, because, you know. All right, it's all guys. Good, man. I, I don't know. Let's just talk about like, the movie. Yeah, let's let's just talk about the movie. Yes, yes. Move more movie, less moms. First of all, I just I I love the title, like just Star Wars. Like what a beautiful title. It sort of rhymes almost, like Star Wars, Star Wars, and it just it conjures up so many uh, pictures for me. And I just love the fact that there's nothing else to it. It's a Star Wars. Yeah, like this is it, it's such a great story. Mm. Like it's it starts, it finishes, it's complete, perfectly told. Really happy. Well, it's with. it's yeah. like like you said, it's like it's like like Star Trek. It's like Star Trek. They're just kind of going around and they're trekking. It's like I'm not interested in that as much, right? But like Star Wars, like you said, like you know I right love, away, it's like bam. It's there's real. wars That's going on. People are dying. And I, I love the like fact that real. there's no dumb like narration, you know, like they have in yeah. Star Trek about you know where they are, whatever. It's just through through us right into the movie with the those big spaceships. Like, but how did they even do that? I've never seen anything like that. Man, I I think it's all of the those great blue screen effects. That like, that was great. I mean, those practical effects were great, but like, wow, that you can really see how far computers have uh, have come. Man, this is the future of movies. Like, no longer do we have to, like, anguish in this universe of these stupid practical, like, effects, you know, puppetry and, like, dumb, like, practical explosions and stuff. This blue screen technology has changed cinema forever. It's unbelievable. It's so amazing. Oh, I don't like to know how things are made, though. What, what are you talking about? What's blue screen? What do you mean? It's a screen that's blue. So they take, like, the sky and then, like, the ship and then, like, a blue screen and then they mix it. And then, like, suddenly it looks like there's a ship flying. Like, when you saw that thing, that big circle, like, Death Star thing, that was shot in, like, they, they, they shot it with, like, some yeah. screen of blue behind it. And then they could, like, magically, like, take it away and then put stars behind it. Oh, I thought it was just, like, a basketball. They painted black and stuff and just kind of... No, I'm sure they had a model. No, like you're a... never going to hear about anyone ever talking about practical but... effects again. Like, they are dead. Like, I'm calling it right now. Like, every movie for the next 35, 40 years, it's going to be blue screen. Everything. Wouldn't it be awesome if one day 
some bold director could make a movie entirely on blue screen wow. with no practical effects or real sets. I can only hope. You're talking about like Atari, like all Atari computer. Like, like kind of yeah. like a video game almost. Yeah. Kind of like one <laughs> yeah, of those newfangled like yeah. gaming things, like the Pong thing. Like it's all like yeah, it's like Atari. So you're saying like like a movie that's made of nothing but computers? Is that what you're saying, IG? Because that sounds dumb. Well, as being one third computer myself, um, oh. I I resent that. Dude. So so I'm sorry, you're right. That was below the code. Like I feel like that yeah. movie was just like beyond comprehension, even from the very beginning. Like with that those ships flying across the screen, it's just unbelievable. Well, what was your favorite ship? I. I Ooh. like the Death Star. I've never seen anything like that before. And that laser that came out of it was just awesome, man. Blew my mind. I like those jets that look like they had X's on them. Oh! Like, had, like their wings were like X's. Those look really cool. And they like opened up. The ones with the, the wings that, yeah, the wings that look like X's. Yeah, those are, those were pretty badass. Yeah. And then the one that the bad guy, uh, that Darth Vader flew in, the where it had like the the plates on the side of it or whatever and the circle in the in the middle those were cool yeah the bow tie fighters that thing with like it's kind of had this little potato with these little wings on the end you know just flying through space yeah but i kept thinking like wouldn't they fly like wouldn't they like kind of just kind of just always go in circles or it didn't look like it was very aerodynamic Mm. to me but i'm not obviously an engineer or anything but it's space there's no air in space it doesn't have to be aerodynamic but there are explosions and you can't have explosions in space either but they had those yeah well you know suspension of disbelief i mean you know you're you're allowed it wouldn't be exciting if everything just imploded i've never seen an explosion in space before you'd hear no sound because it's a vacuum in space right so there's like all these noises and things like oh i guess noises are kind of like you said it would be kind of stupid if it was just like a it'd be like a silent movie yeah <laughs> no explosions yeah. it'd be kind of stupid yeah that's a good point all right yeah yeah and the lasers going pew pew like no they 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 wouldn't but okay it's still okay for a for a movie just fantastic uh because all of those extra sounds and stuff maybe not the most realistic but they really brought the story to life guys i'm gonna say it I don't think I've seen a film that has like this kind of shots in it, you know, that you can't actually do in reality. Well, do you think they really jumped across like that big cavern with the uh, the prince or not prince, uh, prince, princess, princess Leia and and Luke? Do you think that like that was like a real, like how did they do that effect? Do you think that it was like uh... how cool was that utility belt? It was like Batman. Oh yeah, it was that really was so cool. comic book. And I that sword. I'm sorry, those laser sword things, the uh, lightsaber. Those were cool. Okay, as hell. let's talk about that scene because like those those two, like Luke and Leia, men. They're like fighting, and yeah. like he saves her, and it's it's and she gives him so a kiss. Cool. Yeah, they're like standing there. She kisses him, and then they never get together. Like he pulls her across this cavern. Man, I yeah, I think that was like Errol Flynn. That was like totally Errol Flynn, man. It's like you know, and and the like that you could almost hear the where he's like swashbuckling. I mean, he he had he was swashbuckling. So here's what I'm gonna predict yeah. here. Okay, buckle the swash. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea, but I'm guessing that if this film makes more than like, you know, two or three million dollars, which I know that's a lot, but it could happen, right? 
Dude, this is a B movie, man. We're like the only kind of nerds that like this kind of movie. I'm telling you. I mean, it's cool, but it's like it's a space movie, man. It, it'll never be. It'll never it's be. It's not going to be huge. I know no. it's not going to be huge, but it might. It might make like a couple million dollars. And if that happens, they might have enough money to make another movie. And I'm telling you, if that happens, Luke and Leia are totally getting together. Like I completely ship. Ooh, but I think obviously. there's going to be some competition. No, 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 no. Uh, I Han totally ship Lay Luke. I uh, am a Lay Luke shipper, man. They have this chemistry, and I just I think that George Lucas, who designed the movie, I think he was leaving something there so that in the second movie it could be about Luke and Leia falling in love and like you know a lot of romance between the two of them yeah dude but the girls like the bad guys luke's a little you know he's a little yeah i'm the guy i'm gonna save the world the han's like what's up no 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 that's just a distraction you You guys are getting caught up in in stuff well it's gonna be a love triangle where leia has to make a choice in the end it's gonna be like she has to choose the noble knight or the lovable scoundrel Mm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about Leia. She was like a badass. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I mean, she could at least shoot down a hallway. I mean, unlike the guys. My God, she could like hit all the stormtroopers. Yeah. Did you, And did you see how she just like came out of the cell and took charge? It was like, boom, let's go into this dumpster Man, now. She, she yeah, could also, not miss. Who, like, like he's there to save her. He's like there to save her. And she's like, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? It's like, uh, you know, well, I'm here to save you, but I guess I could always leave. Yeah, let me get the hell out of here, you (laughs) sassy bitch, right? Like, yeah, like, I lost interest. I mean, I have to say, I mean, (laughs) hey, this is 1977. You can't you can't portray women in that way anymore and get away with it. Like what is strong and competent? No, it's bitchy, man. Oh yeah, no, totally. My least, my like least favorite, like my the the cringiest part of the movie for me is when that probe thing looks like it's going to go right in her freaking eye. I was like, that thing's going to go in yeah. her eye. Yeah, when that, they were that... like torturing her or whatever, that scared the hell out of me. That reminded me of, like Doctor Who with that with the the Daleks or whatever. Mm. But it was like a floating Dalek, and it was like it had that probe with a needle, and it's like it's going right in your freaking eye, lady. Yeah, I was that... like. Oh, please cut, please cut, please cut. And it cut away, and I was like, thank so, God. I did not want to watch that. What did you think about the mass genocide of an entire planet? Yeah, an entire it's planet. So yeah, violent. Like, I am never showing my kids that movie. That is horrifying. Like, that movie is definitely not made for kids. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely not for kids. Definitely <laughs> not for kids. But, oh my like, God. how they, shocking they, was they, that? They charbroiled his, his aunt and his uncle, too. Oh, my God. Goodness! It's like Yo, they showed oh them. God, you're right. Like, yeah, that's charred flesh. That is some of the most graphic. Stuff what's I've ever the seen. rating on this movie? Has to be yeah. R. I mean, wasn't it? Well, there was no blood. Oh, and but... that old man, he said, "Damn." Do you remember? He said the word "damn." He said, "I'm gonna." T- uh, your father, he he was worried your father would follow old Obi Wan on some damn fool idealistic crusade. So, like with that violence and that damn word, it definitely had to be a hard R. Yeah, well, well for they cut off a guy's arm. They cut yeah. off that one that that weird uh, walrus-looking dude's face. They they cut off his arm, and that other guy, his face looked like somebody. I don't know, like like uh, what do you call it? A There's Play-Doh so much wrong. crazy stuff yeah, going we, on in this movie. Can we talk about that whole first part? Like, yeah, yeah, wow, what a what a what a great like that that Tatooine man. What what a great lived-in gritty world. Like. Oh. Uh, well, like you said, it's like a western. 
Yeah, it's it... I totally had that saloon. Like you were just waiting for the doors to like swing both ways. You know what I mean? Like oh. when he walked in, like yeah, it was like. Now um, I was gonna say that is thing. actually probably my favorite part of the entire movie was when Luke is it Luke Star Killer, Luke Scar Sky Killer. What's uh, his name? Sky uh, Killer. Sky. Sky. Okay. Skywalker. Skywalker. Whatever Skywalker. his name is. Yeah. He and that furry um, yeah. monkey. Um, uh, uh, he and the furry monkey and the old dude. They meet that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewie. They meet that guy Chewie, in yeah. that in that bar. Who's the total badass with the ship, right? Han Solo. Now, is it Han, Han or Han? Uh, I'm not sure because of, because like the speakers were a little bit breaking up where I was sitting. But but the thing about that scene, man, that just I mean I wanted to cry. It was so perfect. He's sitting there at the table. He knows mm. that he's gonna get to pay off his debt. So, like, he must be feeling, mm-hmm. like, super, super excited, right? But then this alien yeah. dude comes, and he's like, no, no, no. Like, you're not going anywhere. I've got you right now. But then Han is like... Oh, he's like a bounty yeah, guy, right? Like that a, bounty guy, bounty yeah. Bounty and they, they talked about yeah. that dude, that, that Jabba guy, like, whatever. I don't know what that is. But he's like, no, I'm going to go, whatever. Yeah. And he talks to him. And you're like, how is he going to get out of this? Like, And then he just, he's like, nope. I'm not having it. And he just takes out his gun and blasts the guy. Like, he shoots him first. And it's well, like this moment where you're like, wow, like, is he a good guy? Is he just like this? Like, But it was so beautiful, I wanted to cry. Like, whoever thought of filming that scene that way is an absolute genius. Like, a completely unbelievable idea. Yeah, you talk about like a Western. It's like white hat, black hat. It's like you don't know what hat he's wearing exactly. because you think, well, he's this guy that's going to get him out of this jam. And like you said – uh, they're going to get him out of this jam because I guess he needed some money or whatever, and he had the the ship. But when he blasts that bounty hunter dude, you're just like, okay, they, the, you know, Luke and uh, uh, Obi Wan, uh, I guess th- they should kind of worry about that guy, right? Because he just blasted. I mean, they chopped off the the other guy's arm. It made but, me. Uh, I don't well, know. I, I guess d- they both kind of had it coming. I think a different way though. Okay. I, I think it's because, like, uh, when the green guy sat down, right? Yeah. It what was, was his name, obvious Gringo? that basically he was, yeah, he was yeah, something like that. Yeah, Dumb Greedy, name. Greedo. Greedo. So, anyway, <laughs> he was, it was obvious that he was there to either kill or capture him to be killed later. Like, if he goes with Greedo or he lets Greedo yeah. shoot him. He's like he, dead. He, he's, he's done, right? He needs yeah. to get He needs to get that money wow. first. Yeah, he's got to pay the gangster back, right? Right. So I thought, like, yeah, it's like, okay, he shoots first, and that's not honorable. So immediately, like, you set up, okay, this guy, he's he's a dirty mm-hmm. fighter. Definitely. Yeah. But he's also no fool because he knows that if he doesn't get out of there, uh, he's going to he's going to end up dead. You know, he knows he he lives in this harsh environment and he reacts. Boom. Like he's experienced, he's cool, he doesn't hesitate. It perfectly sets up his character. Wow. Well the and the Obi Wan guy, he even says when they get there, he's like, You'll never find a more wretched hive of something. Scum like, and they're all, Yeah, they're like they're like the worst of the worst of this uh planet or town or whatever, right? It's like, yeah, this is like a bad place for us to be, kid. Wow. And I mean the guy uh the Luke guy, he's a kid. He really is a kid. He's like what, maybe like seventeen, eighteen years old? And he's like, Oh man, I wanna be in the academy. Oh man, oh man, I'm getting so much trouble. Oh crap, I let the little droids get away. Oh the oh, droids. Wow. 
Oh my god! So I'm awesome. With, the, with that little uh, trash can one. Oh my god! I don't know what he's saying, but it's like I'm thinking about like what he's saying, and it's like, oh man, I know what I'd be saying right at that time. Can you imagine and like shooting like, those uh, uh, scenes where they did in the trash can, like in the desert and stuff? That must have been excruciating. Oh my god! Oh, those can you are think people of... in there. Yeah, I think there's like a dude in there who like uh, shuffles the legs along. How else are they gonna do it, man? Like, it's not a puppet. I don't know, with robots or, like, uh, remote control, like the cars they have, like remote control cars? That's what I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, that wouldn't work, man, Like, because it's not, like, you need to have them on, like, some sort of big track to get through sand. It's a mystery box. Oh. It is so a total mystery box like about how that, that robot can. worked, but I loved it. It was so cute. But, like, at the same time, he was so smart. And, like, he actually drove the entire plot. Like, if you think about it, he had the plans, and he was the one who, yeah. like, you know, fixed the um, fixed the, the spaceships and, like, interacted. And, and basically, he told the whole story himself. And I thought that was an amazing way to tell a story. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to see a thing like that again, where, like, a, the little robot has, like, plans that have to be, like, you know, captured or anything like that or, or turned over or, or you know I don't, I don't think that like nobody's ever going to do that again because it's like it's been done now and nobody's going to like it, it would just be like copying it or like a ripoff yeah now. and i think there would be a lot of ripoffs of this movie really because well i mean if it's successful like i said only if it's successful because uh like i said I, i'm just worried that like we're the only ones that are going to like it and they're never going to make a sequel it was a sellout though i mean there were people nah. there there's a chance that yeah, but they were giving out free barbecue. Hello, right. that's why we were there. Bad barbecue, but yeah, I mean, bad, bad free. barbecue. Okay, free, so yeah. what do you think about the whole thing with Luke? You know, I mean, he is the main character, and he never finds out. You're saying he's gay? He could be, I guess. What do you mean? What? Thing? Well, he never finds what? out anything about his father. He just finds out that Darth Vader oh. killed his father, but he doesn't like. Yeah, you know. He doesn't have a chance to do anything about it. Like, he basically now knows. Yeah. I mean, at the end of that movie, Luke is basically on a revenge spree. He finds out that Darth Vader not only killed his father, but also killed the old man that, like, took the place of his aunt and uncle and took him off the, the world. He witnesses that. So, um, I disagree. I think that he's actually eager to go on an adventure. Like, his whole life, he's wanted to get away from Tatoo the, the planet. Uh, tat tatties, whatever tat tat tatty. Name. Yeah, Tatooine. Tatooine, that was it. Yeah, God, some of these names in this movie are like, I I, I can't Bonkers. remember. Them all. Um, but anyway, uh, he wants to get away. Like he wanted to join the academy. He want, and he's like, I'm obviously not going anywhere. Cause, and then his his uncle and his aunt die, and he sees that opportunity where, and he even says, he's like, well, I have nothing here. There's nothing here for me now. That's what he says. I don't think it's a revenge thing. I think it's more like. This was what he always wanted to do. Get away from this place and do something important with his life. Kind of like uh, joining the space. But dude, I, dude I think it's if, like, if that were me. I think this is an important part of his character. Like, like really, like, again, like when, when uh, Han or whatever shoots first, I think that establishes him. He's, he's, he's uh, like a cutthroat smuggler, hardcore guy. But Luke, 
he's not out for like the thing is even though he knows uh, I had a pr- I I had a problem with uh hand taking out Darth Vader because I thought shouldn't that be Luke, right? But then mm-hmm. Luke never seems to go for revenge. He's not right. he's not malicious in any way and I think that exactly. establishes his character. He's an honorable, earnest um optimistic person. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he doesn't guys heart. I mean, I hear what you're saying. He's willing to fight, but he's not making it personal. I hear what you're saying, but it's kind of, I mean, it's like Luke can do no wrong. Like, he never makes any mistakes. He's sort of like a, I'll say it, he's like a Barry Sue, you know? Like, he finds these robots, then he finds this old man, then he, like, is amazingly able to pilot the spaceship that he's never been in before, suddenly. Like, he can just fly the well, ship he, and then no, he can no, blow no. up he this whole death star. he said that he used to shoot small animals on his farm it was set up no. like he's not a Barry Sue because he actually sucks at a lot of stuff like he's not um he's not particularly good at many no. things yeah he can't even keep track of two droids it looked like it would take them 400 days to cross the desert he's he's like his his character is a Barry Sue like it he is. doesn't have any character flaws but he, but again, he's also kind of whiny and immature, and he, and he's, yeah, he, he's just doesn't have any like negative qualities other than the fact that he can be a bit irritating. He uh, whines, culturally, he whines, yeah. Oh, culturally, the this is 1977. But, it's time to break away from this idea of presenting like the male hero is like a can do no wrong kind of thing. But this movie did not do that like here he is suddenly he can use this strange force like for no reason he's never used it and then he's like but he doesn't he does they say his father had it they said but it was he's never his used father it. he's yeah, wearing he a helmet he the can't only thing- see and he can suddenly blow like swing this laser sword he's never used before you're such a han solo and like I hit these God, lasers away you, you're he, a han solo fan aren't you yeah, he doesn't believe in anything team han okay this i movie, get it i'm I get telling it. you like uh-huh. you know the more i think about it it's it, it it's uh it's probably it's probably just gonna go and die in some corner of a you know library somewhere what library of congress it'll be like it, like, and, like uh, it'll be in a in a, in a museum yeah, maybe somewhere. if they're lucky i mean this depiction of this male like energy and i can use this magical force no problem while the beautiful princess but he doesn't, doesn't get to do anything well, obi-wan didn't use the force real good did he because he got well, like what happened to him he just like he turned into a pile of clothes he fought darth vader yeah what fought. was that about well anyway? that was interesting okay yeah i will say this like, as weird. a racial metaphor you have have, you do have the white male hegemony, right? This old white dude getting killed by this mysterious black guy. I don't know what that word means. Guy. What does hegemony mean? What I think you're mean? just saying words that don't have meaning. Yeah, what's hegemony? What is Come that? on, like... Are you, are you going for hegemony, but also it doesn't make sense you, with your point? But you have the you have this black character who is black, like he's pure black, mm. taking over and, and destroying the white power structure. So there were no black people in that movie yeah. except for Darth Vader. That's actually a weird thing. There were literally only white people in that movie. Is the is Well, there were some orange people and green people and yeah, you But know. they weren't human. All the humans were white, but all of the uh all of the but the aliens yeah. were, huh. you know, different. I think you might be right actually yeah. if I think about it. Not even in the rebellion? Yeah, no. I I all the pilots them standing in line, I didn't see a single 
person from a different culture there and and it was funny because like the good guys were american and the bad guys were british well i mean everybody knows the bad guys have to either be british or russian i mean, I mean this is the 1977 Margaret thatcher right i mean stop talking about hot women okay you're gonna get me all excited again <laughs> Okay, well, I'm willing to but, I'm willing to like accept that maybe Luke is not a Barry Sue character. I mean, he does have some character arc. I mean, he he blows up the Death Star, but what is left for him now? I mean, Darth Vader, the man I who know. killed his father, is hurling into space, presumably dead. The Empire is yeah, totally I mean, like, destroyed. His ship was badly damaged right next to the Death Star that blew up a few yeah, minutes he's later. he's obviously dead. And the only planet that might be near them, they blew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, that's not true. I guess they did save that. That That's right. That other one got, got blown up. That's right. Yeah. Because they almost I, blew I it up. I want, I want to talk about something, though, that really has, has bothered me since, I mean, since we just came out of the theater. I wanted to talk about this. Who designs a space station where there's, like, no rails and it's, like, anywhere you step? Like, you might sneeze and die. It's, like, why would an engineer design something like that? I don't understand that. I've, I've never well, liked that. and why is there a yeah, trench weird. armed with guns that leads to the place where you can shoot and blow it up? That seems a poor design feature. I'm assuming the entire surface of that Death Star is guns. Yeah, exactly. It's like just but guns. But like there's a trench. <laughs> it's like one giant wall down. of guns, which is kind of awesome. <laughs> and then and then to top it off, it is also a super gun. <laughs> it's a super gun made of smaller, smaller guns. <laughs> don't tell uh don't tell liberals they will not like that. I mean that's the thing too. Who's gonna like this movie? Like our like Oh God! With like the Cold War and everything going on right now, is this like propaganda against the Russians that we could like take them out from space? Maybe. So who? I don't know. It seems like a, a rehash of World War Two. Wow, the... a rehash of World War Two? I don't remember. Yeah, them having... it because it, it, it looks like the bad guys obviously look like Nazis. Oh yeah, well, and they're all like you said, they're all speaking British because that's like Hollywood for German. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm assuming. Well, oh my God! Like so many of the old World War II movies have British guys playing the German officers. It's yeah. instead of just. I mean, other than like what Maximilian Sch, uh, Schnell, I think his name is. Like, there's like one German guy they get, and everyone else is British. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I think they might have filmed this over uh, in uh, London or England or somewhere over there. Yeah, it might have just been easier to get the actors from there. Oh. So. Uh, how how awesome was the main villain? Like Grand Moff Tarkin, so oh, good. That was Peter vicious. Cushing. When he was like, "Oh, you're you're far too you're far too trusting." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that's cold, man." He just blew up an entire planet, and then yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna." You may fire when dip. ready. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I guess he's dead too. But like, it was. Uh, yeah. I mean, I liked Vader. He was like a scary dude, but um, Grand Moff Tarkin uh, stole the show as the main villain of that. Of oh that yeah, movie. I mean, the well, only like, reason why I didn't want him to die though, I didn't want the the Darth Vader guy to die. I like at the end when he was flying around. In the end, I was like, oh please don't die, because I want to know way more about that guy. He seems way more interesting than. You know, well, uh, he's got a Tarkin. history with uh, Obi Wan. You know, I I would be interested to know like yeah. uh, no, I'm the master, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like sort of because it seemed like uh, he was Obi Wan's student, right? 
and mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, he murdered Anakin at some point. Like, uh, well, that Luke's was kind of weird, right? I mean, yeah. it seemed a little convenient that you know Obi Wan tells Luke, "Hey, this guy named Darth Vader was my Jedi apprentice, whatever that means." Like, I guess, like, I, I mean, I'm assuming that, like, if you're a Jedi. Then that means that like you have all these. Oh, you said Jedi Knight. You said Knight. Yeah, he's a Jedi. Yeah, he's a Knight. So, so you'd be like a squire. So you, so you have yeah. like yeah, these guys that like you train and like I mean you you probably never yeah. do anything stupid like, like a page. um I don't know talk about politics and stuff like if you're a Jedi Knight you're kind of just like hey this is like what you got to do this is the Force right like here I'm in my hovel and like you're training this guy like it seems really like Buddhist you know like. I can dig yeah, it. Like a I can bit. dig that, man. Like, and so I think like Obi Wan, like he was probably, you know, maybe smoking a little pot and like hanging out with his buddy Darth Vader, and and I think that's cool. He's like, hey Vader, man, like let's choose some, let's like tap into the Force, bro. Like that makes sense to me, you know. But then like I guess somehow like Vader decided not to be into that scene anymore. He got like a little selfish, and then Vader. Well, he joined the fascists. Well, I was just thinking, like, ninja. You know about, like, ninja training? Like, how they have, like, the master, and then they have, like, the two pupils, okay. right? And the two pupils, when you're a ninja, the, the legend is that you ra- you're you raised alongside your, your partner uh, in training, and then in the, your final mission is to kill the other one. So that's what I'm thinking that means. So you like, think that, like, somehow... killed, like, Vader killed uh, Luke's dad because of that. But they're knights, so that wouldn't make sense because, like, you know, they're good well, guys. Well, that's what I'm thinking because it's like I don't know what the hell a Jedi knight is. I'm like they're talking about like what and they're like talking about. How but Obi Wan said, Obi Wan said that like, he betrayed swords, uh, laser, and murdered uh, your father. Like he murdered him. So like yeah. Vader is definitely a murderer. And like, what was Obi Wan doing yeah. then? Like, why and, was Obi Wan allowing yeah, and, that? Like, he's just like and, sitting around, like well, he might not have been drinking there, dude. blue milk or something. <laughs> he's not, like Omni. Potent. They said that they said that he brought like basically like the knights the the Jedi knights seem to be like the elite soldiers from the old government. Yeah. yeah. And um Vader was one of them and then they he he betrayed them and um and that brought the entire order down and now there's just a couple of them left, right? Right, like the Praetorian Guard. Like yeah. if the Praetorian Guard became corrupted and decided to just like serve a, a bad emperor which there's there's like some emperor they mentioned I mean that's what the em, the empire is right there's like this emperor I don't know I, I don't know anything there's nothing they just mention it like I think it's like one line but like yeah. but like why it, it, it made it seem like there was a coup yeah exactly like exactly there's a coup and they chose sides Vader took the side of the the bad guys, I guess. Okay, but here's my question. Again, this seems like Germany, like World War II Germany, where um, like Hitler basically mm-hmm. got rid of the uh, previous chancellor and then became the brown shirts. He got rid of the brown shirts. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. So you're saying Anakin or uh, the, the, uh, Luke's dad was a brown shirt? Like he was one of his henchmen that just got on the wrong side of Vader? And no, he's like, yeah, no, 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 because. Uh, Obi Wan says he was a good friend and he was a great knight and all he that was kind a of good stuff. Pilot and, mm-hmm. and Vader betrayed and murdered him. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, like I guess when when the knights were uh, betrayed, you know, they killed off most of the knights. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a coup. And that left, um, uh, like Vader. Then you know, all the all like like the uh, the like the knight of the long knives and stuff in Germany again, yeah. where. 
yeah. that faction murdered off all of the opposition. Yeah. They had served their purpose. Yeah, but yeah. then, like, guys, so, like, why is Obi-Wan just sitting around in the desert like an absolute moron? Because that's his home. He's hiding. He's hiding from the Empire. Yeah, like, I guess when, when the Knights were destroyed, he, he just went home. Because, like, uh, Uncle Owen... It, like he's worried mm. that he's gonna drag Luke off, like he dragged uh, Luke's father off. So like, obviously, obviously, yeah. like they're all from that area, but it's a backwater planet, and it's safe because it's not like strictly within Imperial control. So, so why don't they just move? Obi-Wan like, if home. the uncle is like so worried that like one day this dude Obi Wan might like Ben Obi Wan might like mess up his nephew. Like, why don't they just move? Like, it's, I don't understand. But because they have the farm, you know, like, you know, what are you going to do? Give up your farm? <laughs> yeah, they're going to go open up the Marriott on uh, Alderaan. That wouldn't work out so well. <laughs> Relocate Space to Alderaan. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Not everybody can afford to just take their moisture farming earnings and fly off and start a whole new life. What's that, IG? Could you imagine if you had just bought property on Alderaan? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I thought about that. I'm like, okay, you're talking about an entire planet. So I'm like, there's like flora, fauna, uh, just everything. Whales, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like only one dude who's on the toilet, and he's like, doo, 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 and then he's dead. What must it he's have been gone. like, you know, for Princess Blown Leia? Up? Now, Princess Leia, her mom and her dad and all her family are dead, Everybody. and now she is actually completely detached from reality i i think in the next oh, well, uh if they do yeah. make another movie she's probably gonna go down this really dark dismal road and she's gonna just become this depressive kind of shady character now there's somebody who should seek revenge i mean let's talk hmm. about that yeah leia should totally be going for revenge as well but she get but that okay this is one flaw with the movie Leia's whole planet gets blown up. She obviously doesn't like it, but she's quipping with the guys who are coming to rescue her, like, you know, a few scenes later. I guess time okay. has passed, but, I mean, even right. if it's, like, just a day, like, literally her homeworld was blown <laughs> up, and she seems to be kind of okay yeah, with it. Yeah, she's... I think it's she was in shock. I mean, because she's been tortured. Her planet just blew up, and she's back in her cell. And, I mean, she's just kind of like, like at that point, you just shut down, wouldn't you? I don't know, man, because there's that scene where, like, uh, when Obi-Wan um, uh, loses to Vader, they escape, mm -hmm. and Luke is grieving for Obi-Wan, and she's like, aw, and it's like, your whole planet got blown up yesterday. Well, maybe she didn't like anybody on that planet. I mean, you know, maybe she's just like, maybe, oh, maybe her family wasn't really on Alderaan and like her ex-lover that she hates now is on Alderaan and she's like, yeah, blow that whole planet up. Go ahead. That's where the rebel base is. Blow it up or or whatever. He's like, oh, that's a peaceful planet or whatever. It's like maybe she knew, maybe she played Tarkin. Maybe she wasn't as uh, foolish or far too trusting as he thought. Yeah, she totally wanted the planet totally. to get blown up. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. It oh, makes that sense. that makes her a really dark character. I, I, I'd love it if she would would be dark and like depressing and brooding and stuff like that in the next one. I mean, this had a really happy ending, though. I mean, usually I don't like movies that have happy endings where everything gets like literally tied up with a nice little bow and a medal at the end. But dude, that medal ceremony! Oh my god, I got like a. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Oh, that guy, that guy in the hairy costume didn't get a medal at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, the 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 the, the, Wookie. the, the Wookie who will tear your arms off. But where's his medal? That's just rude. But like, I thought the droids were supposed well, to get like medals too. I mean, like they, 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 they. Do you get a, do- a medal? The droids dog? themselves like, should he get medals. Pilots the, the droids. He's, he's clearly the intelligent. The droids went all the way to that desert planet, like the the little blue and white R two D two D two do droid. He he had the plans to begin with, and he got shot in the spaceship. And they're just like, ah, now nah, we'll just give you a new paint job. Like they should. Well, they clean him up. I, su- yeah. I suppose for a droid, an oil bath is better oh, than a mouth. Oh yeah, but well, you'd know. <laughs> there, there's nothing quite like an oil bath. But like. Leaving you all slick and so, shiny. So nobody really, other than Obi Wan Kenobi, Just though. It. I mean, Obi Wan, that's um, that's Sir Alec Guinness. Like he is an amazing actor. Yeah. And they just killed him oh, off wow, in yeah. this movie. Like he was just some sack uh, of potatoes. I, I think that's what made it so cool, though, because you were just like, "What? <laughs> what? That's it? That's the end?" He just is like, and he looks over at Luke, like, "Watch this." Well, you know what I think. <laughs> I mean, his character obviously has, like, gone through an incredible arc. So, like, if they ever were like, hey, like, let's make a new movie, but, like, let's do it in the past. They could, like, make a movie. And if they did, they should focus on his character, like, and just, like, follow him. Because clearly he has, like, seen some serious stuff. Like, how he, you know, just focus on him. Like, don't worry about everything else going on because he is, like, obviously been there, done that. Yeah, and then and then the betrayal of Vader. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, and then that sets up. Maybe yeah. they were lovers. Oh, man. Uh, I don't think. It's 1977. They're not going to go there. A little edgy, this you think? This is Star Trek, dude. A little edgy, yeah. A little edgy, but... Um, well, I'm really excited, yeah. you know, guys. I mean, this has been an incredible experience. Um, whoa, what's happening? I feel woozy. My hands are disappearing. Oh, oh, again. Again. Where are we going? Whoa! Today's episode brought to you by Jakku's Homestyle Instant Portions. 60 portions. Hungry after a long day of scavenging? Don't have time to cook? Well, don't worry. Try Jakku's Homestyle Instant Portions, the favorite sustenance of orphans and indentured servants throughout the galaxy. Made with all-natural synthetic proteins, Jakku Homestyle Portions will give you the energy you need to survive another day. Try our original crusty bread flavor or our all-new gruel. So bland you will barely feel like you've eaten anything. Jakku's Homestyle Portions, just like your mother would make if you had one. All right, well, uh, that's about all we have time for this week. Uh, hey, Teeb, tell the listeners where they can find us. Well, you can follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at, at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at Real Faking Star Wars. So if you want to submit a question for us on Twitter, please use the hashtag FSWRadio, and we'll be sure to read it next week. You can also get official Faking Star Wars t-shirts, mugs, and stickers, and all kinds of other amazing stuff at bit.ly. That's bit.ly, bit.ly, slash FSWMerch. And if you want, you can follow me at DuperStorm on Twitter. And you can follow me at T Brontor. That's T E E B R O N T E R. 
on Twitter. You can also follow FSW Radio on Twitter and Instagram as well, as I already mentioned about Instagram. But make sure you follow us on Instagram because uh, we have a really strong Instagram game. So, T, like, Very do you think IG has finally bitten the bullet and created his own Twitter account after months away from us? What? What? what wait. What? When did I do what? that? I thought I thought you were the guy sending me pictures of your lightsaber on Twitter, weren't you? Um, no, 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 I wasn't. Um, I I, I did send you texts of other. um... (laughs) Well, if you like what you hear and you want to support what we do, please visit patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up to become a patron. You support us fakers financially so that we can make this great content that you know and love, but you'll also get a little cute reward. Join us for as little as a dollar a month. Darth Taxis continually has joined at the fake Jedi Knight tier, and he has never been happier in life. Really? Should... Like, never in his entire life? That's what we hear. Like, well, we, uh, we assume if he's if he's joined us, then he's probably a fairly unhappy person. He only has to yeah. go up, right? He only has what? He only has to go up. Like, there's no way he can sink yeah. any lower. No. no. Well, that's... I mean, he is at the lowest tier, right? I mean, we're <laughs> yeah. talking, like, the lowest tier. What's the he, highest he's tier He's above that we have? Padawan. He is above Padawan. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. That's true. So anyway, have you written us a review? I mean, it would be nice. I'd love it. Give you all this wonderful content. You you tell us, you can give us maybe a five-star review, a one-star review, you know, maybe like a three-star review, just to like mix it up a little bit. A mediocre review. What's that? A mediocre review. Yeah, mediocre. Mediocre. That's uh, that's kind of our wheelhouse. So yeah, go to iTunes or podcast platform of choice whatever stitcher stitcher's good we like stitcher it just kind of sounds cool stitcher and if you write a funny review you know we might actually read it on an upcoming episode when we have uh, all the free time that we have we are very starved for attention so please just anything yeah seriously that's what drives us but anyway as always go ahead and stay tuned to fakingstarwars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you all and all of our followers for listening. And, uh, Duper, you want to go ahead and take this? Ah, I think we all got it, you know? May the foe... May the foe... May the foe... May 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 the foe... May... Coordinate. Come on, guys. May the. Foe. Come on. May the foe. May the. May the foe be. May the foe be with you. See you next time. See you next time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that. Oh, we this time that travel, time. man. Like, my nerves. Ugh. They're shot.